0: What's up? What's up, people? This is Vince Vega, and this is my life and my words. I want to welcome everybody back to those that have been tuning in uh, to the episodes and the childhood memories. I appreciate y'all. For the new listeners, um, I would appreciate it if you subscribe to the to the podcast so you get notified every time I drop an episode. Now, I do this thing where I uh, call a childhood memory, and the childhood memories uh, may or may not be from me. You know, they may not be from me. What I am trying to do is. Uh, Get other people to get on here and uh, share their childhood memories, and uh, they they may also be mine as well. But you know, from time to time, don't be surprised if I have somebody else on here telling a childhood memory. You know, but uh, but thank every I want to thank everybody for hanging in there, man, and uh, and and staying down. Uh, episodes have not been dropping as frequently as I would like them to, but I don't want to give you guys no fluff. I don't want to give you no filler. I want to give you you know real solid topics, real solid subjects and, and and speak about some real shit, you know, not just everyday, you know, bullshit, you know, there's so much going on in the world right now, man, that's, uh, it, it's crazy, you know, but, uh, Life is what it is, you know, for everyday people that have families that work and everything It's not always easy to find some time in the day to just, uh, you know Find a little spot in the house or your office wherever you may be get some uh, Silent quiet time and and drop an episode, you know, I don't have the luxury of a a recording studio or going somewhere and doing all that The majority of times I do it in my car or in my house and uh, I was downstairs in my house um, Coming back from from a hike and from from lunch and I put on the TV to chill for a little bit, you know, trying to wind down, man. I was a little tired, fucked around, was drinking last night and got up this morning and went on a fucking hike. And uh, <laughs> it, it it got the best of me. It, it took me out. So when I got home after I showered, I was just like kind of out of it. And then... Uh, So I I took me a quick little 15 minute nap, maybe 10 minutes, got up, shook that shit off, took me a ginger shot. And here I am now recording this episode, you know, got to make the most of the time that I have, you know. And I think we all do sometimes hanging around the house and just being a bum. okay, it's cool, you know, but don't make a make it a habit. You know, I don't want to make a habit out of fucking uh, just being a bum in the house. Eh? You know, if you handle your responsibilities, you do everything you need to do, you checked off the list, then hey, more power to you. Spend your time how you choose to, you know. But uh, me, I always feel like I could be doing something. There's more to be done. Like, you know, I'm not not content with just settling and just being there, you know. I want to be doing shit sometimes. And sometimes it's like my my mind is running wild but my, my my body is just there you know so i i try to make the most of my time and i'm not the best of it i'm not the best at it i don't always you know do do everything i should do you know but who does you know but uh, i'm here now dropping a new episode so I, I appreciate y'all for tuning in so um last night i was talking to some people man and uh And they was telling me about, you know, situation with other people that they deal with and how this person was acting a certain way towards them and this person was, uh, you know, coming at them a little sideways or whatever the case may be. And it's because everybody's not in a... Some people are in different situations than others. Some are doing better than others. You know, it may be financially, whatever the case may be. You know, in, in this day and age of social media, People only show what they want to show. You know, they don't really. It's rare that you go on somebody's social media page, their Instagram page, and they're showing them doing bad, um, unless they're asking for a fucking handout and they, they want to post their fucking GoFundMe or a Cash App or whatever the case may be. But the majority of times, people aren't gonna post the bullshit. They're not gonna post the hard times. They're not gonna post the struggle. They're just gonna post, you know, all the good stuff, right? You know, the nice car, the new fit. The, the uh, eating good and all that good shit, you know? So sometimes people get caught up on on what they see in social media and, and uh, paint a picture in their head and think, well, this person got, you know, they got it going on for themselves. This person, you know, they out here getting money. They out here living a life, you know? And like, I'm not living that life. Like, that's the homie. So it's like, he should be helping me live the life he's living too. You know, and and that's when problems start, man, when people start assuming and then people start thinking that you owe them something or you should be putting them on and you should be helping them out, you know. But as an adult, as a grown ass man and woman, you shouldn't be depending on anybody. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for a favor. There's nothing wrong for asking with asking for help i'm big on asking for help if i need help i'm gonna ask for it if i could if i need a favor i'm gonna ask for a favor but i'm also gonna be there in return if one of my people's asked me to help them out i'm gonna be there no problem if i can i will no problem if my homie asked me for help i'll be there no problem however i can if i'm able to you know uh but some people just feel like you know they're owed that no matter what and if you can't do it for them; they might feel some kind of way, you know what I'm saying? So I say that to say this, man: everything ain't for everybody. It's it's very simple. Everything and ain't for ain't everything ain't for everybody. Okay, if it was that easy and, and we were all the same, we'd all be fucking rich. We'd all be having everything we could want in life, right? But everything ain't for everybody. Everybody's path is gonna be different. Everybody's goals are different. Everybody's train of thought is different. Just because my homeboy sells drugs don't mean that I'm gonna be able to sell drugs and be successful. It doesn't mean that I'm gonna have a great career at selling drugs just because I see him having things. That shit don't work that way. Everything ain't for everybody. and what people need to understand is that you have to play your position. Play your position, man. Not everybody's a boss, not everybody's a soldier. Not everybody's the brain of the operation, you know? Some people are good at doing other things, but you have to know what that is. What are you good at, you know? What are you good at? If your homie's over here, he's a player, he getting chicks, you know what I'm saying? He's living a player life, being with different chicks on a regular basis and shit, and you try to be a player, but for whatever reason, it just don't work out for you. Maybe you, you don't talk right. Maybe you don't, your approach ain't right. Maybe your fit ain't right. Maybe your looks ain't right. Whatever the case may be, if you get you a solid chick and you build a relationship with her, hey, you're living your life. Everything ain't for everybody. Your homeboy might be having different chicks and all kinds of shit, and you, and you envy him and you're jealous of him. For one, you're already fucking up by being jealous of him because even though you see this man being with different females and all this good shit, you don't see the drama that he has to go through. You don't see the fucking, the lies, the drama, the fucking moving around, the, the all the BS he has to, has to go through. Meanwhile, you got a solid chick here, you in a relationship with one female, and you don't gotta worry about none of that. You drama free, and here you are worried about a, a hating on a man that's gotta deal with some drama every fucking day. Just cause he fucking on different chicks, is the drama really worth it? At the end of the day, he might be looking at you like, damn, I-, I wish I had that. I wish I could wake up with my girl and, you know, eat breakfast with her and chill with her and go on trips with her and all that. Meanwhile, you know, he over here lying. He's over here move- bouncing around from house to house. He's got to deal with so much drama, different personalities, all this shit. It ain't always what it's cracked up to be. People see on the outside looking in and see shit and they think, damn, what why the fucker? I, I-, I want to do that. That shit, I could do that. No, you can't. Everything ain't for everybody, man. Your homeboy, might, you might have a homie, and we all do, that's regular dude, works a regular job, 9 to 5, got him a, got him a female, got him a wife and a kid, a couple kids, whatever the case may be. You don't see him that much. He don't come out that much. He's on family time. He's doing his thing. He's happy, you know. Some people, that ain't going to work for them. Being settled down with one female, having kids, it ain't going to work for them. And as easy as it may be, you would think, right, like, that's easy. That's what anybody could do that. (laughs) Everything ain't for everybody. Some people don't want to be tied down. Some people don't want to be stuck in a relationship with one person. Some people don't want kids. Some people don't want to have the responsibilities of paying mortgage and taking care of kids and doing all that. And we all think, a lot of people think that, that's the way to go. Get you a girl, settle down, have kids. We're the American dream, right? But that ain't for everybody. We all know that person that don't have that and don't want that and never really has had it or had it and went bad for them. Now they all, they're doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Everything ain't for everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? So I say that also to say this, that you know, from the outside looking in, things look cool and everything, but you don't know what's really going on on the inside. You should never be hating on the, on, on your homie because they living a life that you may envy. They living, they doing things that you that you can't do or you don't, you know, you don't know how to do because you don't know what really goes on on the inside. You got a homie that's a hustler. He out here getting money, selling, doing whatever he's doing to make his money. He don't go to work every day. He don't got to wake up and and, and listen and, and be told by a boss what to do, you know? But he's out here grinding. He's out here grinding. He got, you know, buying the new J's, drives a nice car. You know, enjoying himself. You see the Instagram pictures and you're thinking, damn, this motherfucker doing it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to, you know, I'm going to see if he can help me out. I'm going to see, you know, why why, why, why he can't help me out. Why hasn't he, you know what I'm saying, thrown me a bone. Why hasn't he fucking, you know, you know, plugged me one time. Let me get a little front. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me get some action. You know what I'm saying? I could do that shit too. No, you can't. No, you can't. Because everything ain't in for every ain't for everybody, man. Everything ain't for everybody, man. You could have a homeboy, your brother. You guys are a lot alike. But for whatever reason, he's a cold hustler. He gets it. That's like he takes it very serious. Waking up early, doing his thing, stacking, stacking cash like he's supposed to, you know, getting it how he's supposed to, being on the under, avoiding the police, doing whatever it takes to just Sticking to the strip to the script, you know, not fucking, you know, glamorizing, shit, just getting bread, sticking to the script, and being on the under, you know, your, your, that's your brother, but you might go try to do the same thing, but you want to be flossing, you want to be showing out, you want to be bringing the police attention towards you, you know, see, everything ain't there for everybody, ain't for everybody, man. And that's the last time I'm gonna be mumbling that and shit and, and getting that that saying wrong. <laughs> Everything ain't ain't for, ain't for everybody. Is it's, but people have to learn the hard way sometimes though. Just because your homie, your brother, hustling, getting money, and doing doing good for themselves, they still risking their freedom. You know, every day risking their freedom, they doing something that could put them in jail. You know, they're doing something that could, you know, take them apart from their family. They're doing something that, you know, that could hurt other people. It's not an easy job to be out here hustling and grinding and, and doing things that are illegal. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you the benefits, you know, look nice. You're making money. You don't have to wake up early. You don't have a boss to answer to. But it's a lot of stress. You, you it's, a, it's a lot of stress involved with what has to, what, what takes place to get that money. Are you willing to risk your freedom? You know, people, what what kills me is when people want to be selfish and act like they out here hustling and doing dirt for their family to feed their kids. But the same thing they doing to do all that could take them away from their family, you know? Now, if you're a young dude in the game or how whatever your age may be, female, and you don't have no kids, you're not in a relationship or whatever the case may be. Hey, more power to you, man. But when you're out here risking your freedom, knowing damn well that you got kids to feed, mouths to feed, you got a mortgage to pay and all that, the shit is different, man. Not ev- not everybody could just do all that. Everything ain't for Everybody. You know, so but here's the thing. You could have a group of friends that one's a hustler, one's a hard worker, one's just the average dude with his girl and kids and he's happy. Another one's a player. But y'all got the same thing in common. You guys are all friends. You guys all came up together and y'all could benefit from each other. The average dude could help the player out, give him some game. The player could help out the hard worker. You know, like, there is a lot that goes into it, you know. But at the end of the day, if you all homies, what the next man is doing, how the next man is doing, shouldn't be an issue. Help each other out, man. Play your fucking position because everything ain't for everybody, you feel me? Everything ain't for everybody, man. You could be a cold dude on the streets. You go to jail, man, and what happens? You PC up because you scared shitless because now you got to stab a motherfucker and you really ain't built like that. But your homie just got out from doing five years in the, in the pen and was in there handling business. And you thinking, oh, the homie did. I could do it. Wrong. Wrong, because you're not built like that. Play your position. Be comfortable with who you are, you know? And you're going to have to learn the hard way. A lot of people, it's human nature to learn the hard way. We're going to learn the hard way. I learned the hard way. Selling drugs wasn't for me. I was too too, too much of a nice dude. I try to plug everybody. And plus, I didn't like... Having to deal with with motherfuckers at late at night, and I didn't like to be bothered and shit. I wanted to have my fun and enjoy the money, but I didn't want to be bothered. So it really wasn't for me, and I understood that. You know, my route was different. My goals were different. Everybody's path is going to be different. You know, you got a, you got you got friends that is a hard worker. They always working their ass off. You know, they got a nice house. They got a boat. You know what I'm saying? They got a dope car. But you got to see, they working 10, 12 hours a day. They in the weekends. They working holidays. They barely ever home. They always fucking busy. You don't ever really see them. You know what I'm saying? You might be texting each other here and there, whatever the case may be. But you ain't really seeing this dude. You know why? Because he always working. You know, you on the outside looking in like, damn, this fool having all this shit, nice ass house, bad ass car, man. But meanwhile, you don't see on the inside, his home life is 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 bad. His girl always tripping on him because he's always working. He's never around for his kids because he's always working. Yeah, he's provided a nice home for the kids and he's financially, you know, they're doing good and everything. But, you know, his relationship is suffering from him working all these hours, his relationship with his kids is suffering. His relationship with his with his girlfriend, his spouse, is suffering because he's always at work. You know, you gotta. You know, everybody's life is different. From the outside looking in, shit is gravy. You can easily say, "Man, I I, w- I want to be like that," or "I want that," or "Why can't I have that?" Or start hating, or whatever the case may be. But you really don't understand what's going on on the inside. What's going on in that house? Yeah, the house is painted nicely. The, guard is, the garden is well kept. The grass is green, but on the inside, it's in shambles. You know, play your position, and, and and follow your path. You know, follow your path. Don't don't hate, and don't talk down about the person that you call your homie, your friend, your brother. You know, understand your path is different. Understand that. Whatever goals you may have, whatever it is you're trying to achieve, you're gonna get there just in a different way. You know, I learned that for me, you know, being in the streets and trying to be hustling and shit wasn't for me. I, I'm not built like that. I didn't want to deal with the bullshit. I didn't have the patience. I didn't want to be dealing with dolphins. I, I didn't want to be up late at night. I wanted to be you know, chilling, doing my thing and and making money. And that shit don't work. You can't be chilling all the time. You got to put in the work. You got to grind. You really got to get out there and get your hands dirty. You know what I'm saying? Really get to it if you're really trying to make money. And uh, I just wasn't up for it. I, I, I didn't care to. I was showing motherfuckers too much love. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what I'm selling, if it's weed, I'm fucking smoking it. You know, I was like, okay, this shit ain't for me, but I could work my ass off. I, I, don't, I rarely ever miss a day of work. I never call in sick. I never, you know, I'm always there. I do what's expected of me. I go above and beyond, and it's helped me, you know, work my way up to where I'm at now. It's helped me build my career, build my resume, and um, and things have worked themselves out for me, you know. And I realized that that's this is my lane. You know, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it how I live, like this way. I'm going to get it this way, you know. I could go out there in the street and try to get it that way, but I've been there, done that, and I know that shit don't work for me. That's not not how my mind works because everything ain't for everybody, you know. I got homies that's, you know, having things and nicer houses, nicer cars and all that shit, but hey, I'm happy. I'm content. I'm not in jail. I'm not risking going to jail. Um, um, you know, what I'm saying I get up every day I go to work and you know, hey, this is it's providing me a, a, a good living Me and my family are we're straight. We got a nice roof over our heads. Hey Everything ain't for everybody. You know, what I'm saying I see my people, you know, if I could help them out I try to give them the game I try to help them understand that. Hey, you know, you're gonna have to take certain paths You're gonna have to do some certain things to get to where you need to go Hopefully them things don't land you in jail, you know um and understand, too, what works for you won't work for others and vice versa. You know, everything doesn't. If I could, I could tell you right here, I could I could give you a list of what you need to do at work, where to go, where to apply, what tests to take, what credentials you need, um, all that shit. I'll give you the answers to the test, all that shit. That doesn't mean you're going to be successful. It doesn't mean that you're going to get the raise that you want, that you think you deserve. It doesn't mean that you're going to be right there next to me. It doesn't It doesn't mean that things are going to just work out for you like that. Because everybody is different, man. You know? Everybody is different, man. Find your path. You know? Figure out what works for you. And don't sweat the next motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Be proud. Be happy for your homie that's doing things. You know? How? As long as your people are doing good, getting money, staying out of jail, staying away from sucker shit and living a righteous life, following a righteous path and not being a fucking a no a no good no good motherfucker that you can't trust a no good person that you don't want nothing to deal with, that you can't even like leave your wallet out in front of without them fucking plotting on you or seeing that you having things and, and possibly plotting on you or, you know, expecting a handout from, from another man, you know, if, if they could do, if they could help you out, let them help you out. But if they can't, hey, it's all good. You're still my people. It just, you know, it, it ain't going to happen that way, you know. Some people got to put their self on. Some people get a helping hand. Everybody's path is different, man. But my point is this. You need to play your position. If all your homies play in different positions, y'all a team. Come together like a team, man, and help each other out instead of hating and gossiping and talking bad behind a motherfucker's back because you don't got what he got or you think he owes you something. That's sucker shit, man. Homies, real, real homies, real, real friends don't do that shit, you know? And if you feel like you got a little jealousy or a little something and, you know, it's kind of eating at you and there's a little issue on your mind that you've been, you know, dealing with, Man, let your homie know. Talk to your homie. Man, let them know how you really feel. Unless it's just some some blatant hate and jealousy shit, uh man, maybe you should go ahead and uh, you know, find another group of friends or some or, or or you know, go fucking uh move to another town or something, man, because you you are the problem, you know. Don't let your fucking hate your envy, your jealousy, be a problem, you know. Because I'm gonna tell you like this: If a mother motherfucker like me, as soon as I see that one of my homies, so called homies, or whatever the case may be, family man, whoever is on some hating shit, on some sucker shit, I, I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off, real, real, real quick. And we could have years and years, uh, uh you know of a relationship together, known each other for a long time. But the minute you do some sucker shit, some hateful shit, and I know it's just out of hate, hey, you know, it is what it is, man. I'll catch you on the rebound, dog, but I ain't fucking with you no more. I can't trust you no more. You know, don't do that to yourself. Don't fuck up a real solid relationship with someone because you feel like they owe you or they're doing better than you and you should have what they have and how come I don't have this and they should be they should be doing this for me. They should be whoa fuck that punk motherfucker. He thinks he's all that cause he got this. Well, well, well man, don't don't let the hate don't let the hate get in your head like that, man. Do not do that to yourself, man. Have a conversation with your homie, man. You know what I'm saying? And play your fucking position. Maybe he can help you out. Maybe you could, you know, he could shoot you a little, front you a little something, man. Start you off a little something. You know, don't do like Kermit. Don't do like old boy from, uh, Payton Fool and get upset. He ain't happy with the block he gave him, so he wanna come and rob, rob Ace and shit and do him dirty. If y'all ain't seen Paid Payton Fool, go ahead and check that out. You know, hating ass motherfucker come out of jail and start hating on, 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 uh, on his, uh, on, the, on his little partner because now he's the boss and he ain't appreciating what he's doing because he he feels like he's the boss, but things have changed. He came out of jail and found out that the, the little dude was the big dude and he wasn't able to accept that, you know? If you got a solid relationship, solid foundation with your people, man, don't let that shit go sour over some bullshit. Communication goes a long way. Sometimes as youngsters, man, we don't... Uh, we let our feelings and our pride get in the way, and then years go years go by, and you realize that, damn, you know, we could have we could have worked that shit out real easily, but we let that shit, you know, we let our pride get in the way, you know, or even some gunplay get involved, some 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 violence get in the way, just because you a hater, because you jealous, because whatever the fucking reason may be, it don't gotta go there, man. Everything ain't for everybody, man. Play your position, man, and things will be a whole lot better for you, man. Things will go a whole lot smoother for you, man. And just trust trust your path, man. Trust your struggle, okay? Trust your struggle and, and, and have a goal, man. Have an idea of where you're headed, man. What are you doing with yourself? Where do you want to see yourself in a couple years? That's the first thing you need to do is figure out where the fuck do I want to be in a few years and map some shit out map some shit out or not even a few years. How about in a few months, in a few weeks, map that shit out, come up with a plan. And you got homies that's by your side that can possibly help you out. Holler at them, man. But don't let the hate get in the way, man. All right. Everything ain't for everybody, man. Y'all be easy. What's up? What's up people? This is Vince Vega with my life and my words. Man, you ever eat a uh some tacos or like a burrito or something and you can't get the fucking the smell of the fucking the onions or the other fucking the salsa whatever that whatever it was off your fingers? That's what I'm dealing with right now. That's just annoying as hell. I done not wash my hands like 20,000 times. All kinds of different fucking scents. oh hand sanitizer, all kinds of shit. That shit don't come off, man. I'm fucking <laughs> that just bothered me cuz i could smell it on my hands and i'm just like damn that's why i don't even like fucking onion like that man cuz the smell gets in your hands and you can't fuck it in your fingers and you can't get it off but anyway welcome to my life and my words man Vince Vega checking in hopefully everybody's doing good man for the July weekend 4th of July and uh ain't shit going on man cuz uh i got to work the next day Normally, for the July weekend, man, we go all out, nice barbecue, fireworks, have fun, hang out with the friends and family and shit. But this year, it's low key. Uh, ain't nobody really said much about no fireworks. I think it's like dry or something going on in Nevada. Or motherfuckers, they just not fucking with it this year. They just not buying fireworks. Uh, ain't nobody, I ain't seen nobody on Instagram selling fireworks. I haven't seen nobody. Barely even been hearing fireworks a little bit. Uh, shit, last year, they, the whole fucking like, month of June, May and June, everybody was letting off fireworks, man. This year, it's kind of dry, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, that shit's illegal where I live, but that ain't stopping shit. That ain't stopping a damn thing. It's a whole lot of things illegal in the town where I live, but that ain't stopping a motherfucking thing. Especially when there ain't no police around, so um but yeah it's been kind of dry man i don't know i ain't, I, I haven't gotten no word no nothing seems like people got other shit going on man things are back in action man people gotta work it's on a fucking monday so that kind of messes things up i got monday off i gotta go to work tuesday so it's like who the fuck wants to go all out party and do all that and then have to wake up early the next day i definitely don't them days are behind me man I can't stand going to work fucking hungover and feeling like shit and just want to get the fuck out of there. Um, I'm in a situation right now where I can't I can't do that shit. I got to be, you know, I'm the boss right now, so I got to be, you know, on my on my toes, man. I got to bring my A game and shit. Um, so yeah, man. Uh just wanted to check in with everybody, man, and thank everybody that's been tuning in on, and, and checking out all the latest episodes. Uh if you haven't already, please subscribe. So wherever it is you listen to my podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the Anchor, wh- wh- wherever you listen to podcasts, if you can subscribe to my podcast, please do. You'll get the notification. it let you know every time I drop something. Um, if you have the opportunity to, to comment, please comment, please rate my podcast, all that good stuff, man. Let me see some action on there. I haven't checked and seen, I don't think I've gotten any comments, um, I gotta check a couple of different platforms, but if you're able to comment on the platform where you uh, listen to my podcast, please do so. If you're able to rate it, please do so. I appreciate it. If you have any feedback, comment comment on the on the uh, for on the whatever platform you w- listen to my podcast on, or hit me on Instagram at Vince Vega two two eight. Let me know what you think, what you uh, suggest, or what you want to hear. You know, I appreciate all feedback. You know, I've been getting, I've been getting uh, love. People have been showing me love, so I, I, you know, I show it right back, man. I appreciate y'all, everybody sh- sharing their, uh, their feedback. Everybody checking in. Everybody reposting my stuff on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, man, good looking out. But today I want to talk about another um, young man that lost his life too soon. My homeboy, young fucking Pelon, man, young Pelon, uh, Armando Chavez. Um, I think he was about 19 when he lost his life. And this is, the, this, this, uh, the homie Pelon, man, was a cool dude, man. <laughs> we call him Pelon because that fool, since i known him since we were young, he always kept his hair hella low, like super, super low to his scalp. He, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just how he liked his shit or whatever. And we was all, you know, nobody else, nobody started out really like, you know, rocking the ball cut, you know, we kind of end up just doing that, you know, after going to jail or whatever the case may be. Motherfuckers now, um, you know, forced, forced to rock the ball. You know, me it's by choice, baby, you know. <laughs> but uh, the young homie Pelon always kept his hair real low, had a big head and shit. Um, we used to clown each other, man. Um, he was a cool dude, man. Uh, we uh, he was a couple years younger than me. And uh, I looked at him kind of like a little younger homie because um, he was a couple years younger than me, but the, he also started coming around a little later, a uh, little later and stuff. So, But either way, he was the homie, man. He was my dog. Uh, me and that fool would go at it, man. Like uh, we, would, <laughs> we would always clown each other, man. Clown each other, sig on each other, cap on each other, roast, bag, whatever the fuck you call it. We would do that shit. We were walking around. Back in those days, man, we were walking around. Uh, somebody had a car, they would give us a ride or however we, we could. But the majority of the times, we're walking from point A to point B. And while we're walking, we're clowning each other, man. We're talking shit about each other's moms, about every, every outfits, fucking our features, whatever you could think of. And that's why I say he had a big head because I used to get on to him about his big-ass alien head and shit. But uh, he was always up for the challenge, man. So I I, I like that about him, man. We will go back and forth. And uh, the homie peloma man, was a good dude. Uh, one of the only cats maybe out of my homies that didn't die from violence, didn't die from gun violence. Um, when he died, actually, man, it, shit, it fucked me up because I was in jail. I was in the pen. I was locked up in prison. And uh, I called home and found out he had, he was doing bad. And, and then I think I called again, and they told me he died. Um, he was like about 19, maybe 20. I I don't think he was even 20. Um, he died in 2000. Um, yeah, I think he was 19. I could be mistaken because I, I wasn't there. I was in the pen. That shit pissed me off. I couldn't be there to see the homie go. Um, He was in the hospital. I still, to this day, don't really know what the details were behind it. I know he had some, from what I understand, and without going too deep, he had some uh, heart problems, may or may not have been, you know, caused by drug use. And so I I think, you know, with drug use and the medical, you know, his medical problems kind of, you know, added up. And uh can you imagine that being a young nineteen dude nineteen year old dude in the hospital with like some heart problems and shit. And uh I guess that that's what killed him, you know, without going digging too deep, you know. But but I could tell you this, it definitely wasn't from violence. The homie didn't get killed. Um he so it, that kinda fucked people up right there because um you don't you're not used to losing young young people like that, you know. And uh, the homie was a good dude. A lot of people had love for the homie Pelon, man. Mondo had love for the homie. He was half black and Mexican. Um, it was a coolest, cool dude. So back in the, back in the days, back in the 90s, when Master P and No Limit was big shit, right? Um, me, I'm a, I'm a real rap rap head. You know what I'm saying? A real hip hop head and shit. You know? So when Master P his first shit came out. See, a lot of people don't know Master P. When he first got to Richmond, he came out here. You know, he was putting some shit out that was dope. But then when he when No Limit blew up, he started getting all them artists that you know and blowing up. And uh, to me, that was trash. That was trash, except for like maybe uh, Mystical and uh, a couple other dudes. But the majority of them was all trash. And this motherfucker loved him some fucking cash money, man he loved them some masterpiece shit and uh back in the in the 90s there was no streaming there was no hey let me get the aux cord hey 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 put this on youtube there was none of that shit so what we would do is if if you know if we had a tape that we liked or a cd that we liked we would carry that shit with us and bring it with us especially if uh if we were going to be riding with somebody you know you always be quick hey pop this in let's hear this shit right here I'll play this you know um, And the motherfuckers would have to ride around With their CD collection Their tape collection and shit And people, you know letting you, Let me borrow that Let me borrow this You know what I'm saying? You never get that shit back So this motherfucker would always walk around With his Master P fucking tapes and shit Or his Master P CDs and shit His No Limit CDs And I I used to clown him for that shit, man Because I hated that shit That shit was trash to me And, uh, and he loved that shit He was all, all about that shit, man and uh, I couldn't stand that shit at the time because that shit was corny to me. I liked the old school sh- this older shit, but I didn't like the new shit he was just putting out. And this motherfucker would just, like, it seemed like anything No Limit, he, w- he was on it and shit. So, we, you know, that would be another, you know, more ammo for me to clown him about and shit, you know. But he he was he was serious about his No Limit, man. He would fucking bring them CDs with him everywhere. And, you know, back then what it was, would, we would go... Smoke some weed in somebody's car. Smoke some weed in somebody's house, and you have to have a soundtrack. You have to have some music. So we we go to like his cousin's house. We go to his cousin's house, and he be like, "Hey, hey, put this CD on. Put this on." I be like, "Oh man, here we go with this bullshit, dog. You know, <laughs> here we go with this bullshit, man." But Below was a cool motherfucker, man. He seemed like he seemed like a little um wiser for his age, you know. Thinking back, looking at pictures. And and realizing how young he was when he died, man, it's kind of a little shocking. I knew he was young. I just didn't know he was that young, you know. Like I said, um, the majority of my people that have passed, my homies from my neighborhood, have all been pretty damn young. Pretty damn young, man. They're 20s, you know. Some not even that, you know. So um, rest in peace to Pelon, man. Mondo. Armando P. Chavez, that was the homie, man. I remember on my 18th birthday, um, I thought I was doing big things. Um, shit turned into a disaster. I rented an Embassy Suites hotel room, and uh, we got after a while, getting, we got kicked out. After a little while, that shit didn't last long. That was a fucking disaster. Bunch of fucking people, bunch of gangbangers and shit. Everybody in there smoking and drinking and hanging out. We got kicked out real quick. And so one of the homies rented us, uh, rented me a hotel room in Richmond. And uh, I think like the only fool that was with me was Pelon. And I I, I say that because I have pictures. There's pictures of me and this fool in the hotel room. Uh, It's a double bed, like a double king, double queen. He's on one bed, I'm on the other bed. We over there smoking hella weed, we drinking, hanging out. And uh, he's cheesing. He's over there cheesing and shit. He was always a happy dude, man. He always laughing, always cheesing, always cracking jokes. Uh, he was like, he was pretty skinny, dude, with a big head, like I said. And uh, and I and I had a lot of love for that fool, man. And I remember, you know, that was one time where you know me and him was hanging out, a couple of other homies from Richmond, and uh, and I'm glad we got to capture that night i'm glad we were able to uh take some pictures i want to say it might be polaroid pictures or if they're not polaroid pictures let me check i have the motherfuckers right here if it's not polaroid it's like uh like them ones that you know where you like the the fast pics where you get developed yeah no this is not a polaroid the homie must have gave me these pictures i don't know I don't know how he gave them to me. But he um, he took the pictures and he gave them to me. He developed, got them developed, and gave them to me. Um, I got another picture of him here while I'm looking at my jailhouse photo album of pictures of me and my homies and shit when we were kids. Um, we're at this park down the street from where my mom used to live. And uh, it was a trip because uh, we were at this park and um, this was at a time when energy drinks were pretty new. Um, shit. Was Red Bull out? I don't know if Red Bull was even out. Yeah, I think maybe. But it was not as popular as fucking, you know, watered down as it is now. Energy drinks were not out there like that. So we were at this park around the way from my mom's house. Me, fucking Pelon, and a couple of other homies that I'm looking at. The homie Joe and shit, Chopped right here. We look like little kids. We over here drinking 40s and shit. But uh, we was like 17, 16. But uh, this dude comes. I'll never forget this shit. With, uh, he's like uh, giving out samples of the energy drink. And he has a truck. He's driving a truck that's wrapped with the logo and stuff. For the energy drink. And he's looking for people to give it out. But what this motherfucker decides to do. Is he hits the park and sees us. And he gives us damn near all the fucking drinks. He gave us all the drinks man. He he had like a whole cooler in the back. And he fucking let us. We filled up a shopping cart that was there. That was left behind by some fucking bum. <laughs> we filled that motherfucker up. And took it to my mom's house. I got a picture of that too like a picture of us with put pushing the shopping cart. Oh man. I I I, I, rem- I remember that day, man. That that shit was hilarious. Cuz I I think I seen that shit in the store after that, but uh it never made it big. That shit disappeared. I couldn't even tell you what the fuck the name was. That's how that's how much that shit didn't do nothing. But I'm here looking at my old photo albums um from when I was in the pen and uh I have the picture of that night of uh, me and Pellon. I think I see a... Uh, it's funny, I was talking about CDs. The Machiavelli CD on the bed. Machiavelli CD on the bed. We're both wearing filas. This big head motherfucker is wearing a big ass shirt with like a Thermo underneath and some Ben Davis. We got a couple cans, of, we got fucking Mickeys in a can. Some Budweiser's in a can. I see a fucking bong. I always had my little bong with me. Um, back then, we used to fucking smoke bongs, man. I used to be a cold weed fiend when I was young. Um, I just love weed a lot. I I wish I could smoke weed now. It would probably fucking make things easier for me because I'd be getting all fucking... I'd be wound too tight sometimes and I'd need to calm the fuck down. Um, maybe take a hit or two just at night to re, to relax my nerves. But yeah, the homie Pelon right here with me, man. It's funny because he used to keep his hair short, but he didn't. I don't know because he was half black. So his I don't know if his how his hair looked when it grew out. Maybe he had a fro or it was. I don't know if that shit was nappy or what. He kept it hella short, so but he never really did nothing with it. He didn't have that shit like lined up no special way or nothing. He just had that shit hella short. But the homie was always cheesing, always laughing, always smoking weed. Always smoking weed. He was always down for whatever. He was a cool dude, man. And I miss that motherfucker, man. The homie Pelon, man. Uh, A lot of... I got his name tattooed also. I got his name tatted on me on my right uh, arm. And uh, it's been a long time. Fuck. It's been... He died, what was it? March 2000. Shit. 22 years. Uh, Damn to think the homie would have been here with me. I know he would have been kicking it, man, chilling, doing, I know we probably would, we would have still been cool, man. Hopefully he would have got, had his shit together, man. Um, Right now I don't have too many homies my age that really got their shit together that are, are are, are stable in the mind that, uh, that are doing good for themselves, you know, um, Sometimes that life, lifestyle you're living, man, takes you down a path that you can't fucking get, a, get out of. And uh, I don't know what happened. Well, I caught my case in 98, um, and uh, I didn't keep in touch with Pelon at all. Um I didn't really keep in touch with anybody when I got locked up. I mean, I didn't know how. I didn't know. I just was, you know, hearing things from people, from my people, you know, asking what's going on with this, what's going on with that. And they would tell me. Um, but, you know, I was young. I was young and I was caught up in in prison life, so I really wasn't tripping. Um, it wasn't bothering me, you know what I'm saying? I was tripping on my girl my and my kid and and um just what was going on around me you know i couldn't be focused i couldn't be tripping worried about what was going on in the streets um i did lose some some friends i lost my grandfather when i was locked up um so you know that shit. you know you you miss out on a lot of stuff when you're locked up man and and unfortunately when the homie pelon passed man i was locked up man and I heard, I heard some good stories about you know they, them celebrating his life when he passed and everybody getting together and having a nice party and hanging out and stuff like that. Um, so it, it's, it's sad, but at the same time, man, um, damn, he died young. He died young, man. I just look at his picture and see his smile. He was always fucking smiling, man, you know, alien head motherfucker, man. That was my dog, man. Um, it wasn't like we hung out all the damn time, and we were best friends, and nothing like that. But he was the homie, man. He was a good dude, had a good head on his shoulders, man. had a had a big heart, and uh, I knew he was down. I knew he was down, man. I don't know what he got into when I caught my case. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know. If he was out here doing drugs and shit. If he was on meth or whatever the fuck, I I really don't know. I don't know what led to his to his. Uh, to his death i don't know what, what he was doing kind of lifestyle he was living um i don't know man but uh i miss the homie man i, I have his pictures here with me um i keep his name alive just like m- a lot of my other homies i got his name tatted you know i won't forget him i think i'm gonna go over my tattoo that i have of his name because it's kind of old and faded I think I might go over it and put it somewhere else a little bigger. Um, But Belon, I miss you, dog. I love you, fool. Uh, I know you're looking down. I hope I made you proud, dog. We love you. We ain't never going to forget you. Never going to let your memory die as long as I'm alive, dog. Belon for life, you know. And uh, I'll see you when I get there, big dog. Y'all be easy.